You are listening to Prophet Ampao Boati. Prophet Ampao Boati is the founder of True Encounter Ministry, conveyor of mysteries of the Kingdom of God. Buckle up as we dive into today's world.
Ladies and gentlemen, understand that I am just coming from a funeral and I went with Pastor Sylvester, one of my daughter's father, and Sly was there. Actually, I thought that I know them now. Until today, I got there. Not only that he was a former mayor, former mayor, with his father, former mayor, council of state, hey, the position is very cool. And come and see the earliest before there. I was like, wow, that the man is so humble. Because someone with a very high caliber and me. Hey! But hear me, hear me. Life without Jesus is a waste of time. Life without Jesus. You can ask him, we went there, we see cars parked, a whole crowd everywhere. The people outside were many the people inside. They invited one of the uh, former mayors to come and talk. No, they, we are talking about uh, when President Timmy died, the that died, what is his name? Rollins. Yes, JG. This guy, but as we talk now, the man is dead. So life without Jesus is a waste of time. You can have everything. I'm talking about someone that if I go to the house, all the doctors, everyone is having a car. The house is beautiful, very nice. But now the man is not going to be found. I pray that the Lord will help you in Jesus' name. I say that the Lord will help you in Jesus' name. Amen. So I am not going to preach about appreciation, but I am going to preach a, 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 a thing I have entitled, Where is my Peter? And I think that everybody in this room, you need Peter in your life. I don't know about you, but me, I need a Peter in my life. Now understand that ministry is not a profession. I just want to help some of you. Ministry is not a profession. It's not a profession. Ministry is a calling. It is not that you have to achieve or you have to go to school. You have to get certificate before you are being called. But ministry is a calling. For some of us, I've already said it, I was a science student, me, my friend was going to become even a pastor. But God in some way has brought me this far. So God does not call based on certificate. God does not call based on family background. As a matter of fact, the people that you see God using them are people that they don't qualify. So we say that God doesn't call the qualified, He is qualified the call. Because if you look at people and they will tell you that God has called you, you yourself will be so sure. Because you can look at their past and the things that they have done and they tell you that God has called you, you are very, very sure. So God doesn't need a certificate to call a man. He will call you based on his will and his purpose. 
That means that it takes a review work from God. 
to know the one that you are following. We don't follow a man because of a gift. Let me say this. We don't follow Jesus because of what you can get from him. We don't follow Jesus because you want your life to be better. We don't follow your pastor or the man of God because you want things to work in your life. We follow based on revelation. We serve God based on revelation. We commit ourselves to God based on revelation. Whatever that we will do in the house of the Lord, it must come by revelation. God has to speak to you. If it is about the flesh, we will not commit ourselves to. So Jesus said that flesh, this thing, this talk is not coming from yourself. It's not coming from the dictionary or the books that you have read. But God has spoken to you about who I am. So Peter was a revelator. He was able to discern and know that indeed this man that I am walking with is not just a man, but this man that I am walking with is actually the Christ. There were some that they were seeing him as a prophet. There were some that they were seeing me as a pastor. There were some that they were seeing him as a pastor, as a teacher. The difference between Joel and Moriah is based on revelation how they see me. There are some that they will see me as a papa. There are some that they will also see as a prophet based on what God has spoken unto you. Am I talking to you? It takes revelation to follow a man. It takes revelation to serve. It takes revelation to do whatever that God has called you to do. I check again and I saw that Peter was not only a revelator. He wasn't only someone that someone that you can discern and know the times and the seasons and who Jesus was. But I also saw that Peter was a sacrifice. I want sacrifice him. Is that a good a good English? Whether it's good or good, you still understand. Sacrifice. Matthew chapter 19 verse 27. Oh, victory belongs to Jesus. Victory belongs to
they left their family. There was only one instant that he saw that Peter, family member, was being mentioned. When his mother-in-law was suffering from fever, that was the only time in the Bible that I saw that Peter was actually having a relative. John, the only instant that I saw John was when the, the mother brought them to Jesus and said, that, Please, I am pleading, can someone sit on the left and sit on the right? Their families were not mentioned. They left their families. They left their families. And the time that I saw, they left their life. There was no life inside of them. They left the life that they want to live. Imagine following Jesus. How can you live a life? Imagine following Jesus. How can you live the life that you want? You can't. You can't. It's impossible. You can't. So they left their occupation. They left their family. And they left their life. And they said that for we are forsaking thee. We are forsaking thee. I said here, I said that many people follow because of results. But we don't follow because of results. We follow because of fulfillment. They saw that Jesus was having an assignment. They knew that the Messiah is here with us. And the Messiah must fulfill an assignment. One thing 
is what? Sacrifice. Ruth said unto Naomi, after Naomi had lost the husband and had lost everything, Ruth said to Naomi, he said, she said, your God will be my God and your people will be my people. Oh, and left. But Ruth was still following. She sacrificed and more she left the family and sacrificed. Someone joined is supposed to be at the lecture hall right now. She goes to class on Saturdays, weekends. But last week, he called me and said, Bro, for this year, we want every person needs to be on a platform. So, whatever it is, I will sacrifice and I will still come in the world. And you see it. Most people are learning, you see it. Sacrifice. The church is full of tickets. The church is full of receivers. But we don't want to pay the price. Do you know how you got the Bible? Do you know how the Bible came to you? Someone sacrificed his life and brought us the good news. And we enjoyed Whatever that you are seeing now, it was as a result of sacrifice. I pray that may the Lord help us in the name of Jesus. I said that I pray that may the Lord help us in Jesus' name. Amen. I said that I pray that may the Lord help us in Jesus' name. Amen. Give me Acts chapter 20 verse 24. Now let's look at the statement that Apostle Paul said about himself. These are men that their life. It wasn't only that they gave their life to Christ, but they gave their life.
unless I use it for finishing the work assigned me by the Lord Jesus. The work, what was the work? The work of telling others the good news about the wonderful grace of God. This is Paul. My life is worth nothing to me. I'm not sure that my life is not important to me. Yeah, some of you that your life is so important, so dear to you, they don't let it go. Evangelism, you won't come. Prayer meeting, you won't come. Church, you won't come because your life is so dear to you. However, I don't consider my life of any value. Except that I, I finish my course and the office I receive from the Lord Yeshua to declare the good news of the grace of God. There is nothing that I see in my life now. My life is nothing. My life is nothing. When was the last time that you sacrificed? You give everything out. Nowadays we are living in a time that we can't sacrifice our time, we can't sacrifice our resources, we can't sacrifice our job, we can't sacrifice anything for God. Everything is about us. But there are people that they say that my life is of no value unless I have used it for the work of the ministry. The man of God was telling me the last time. There is a pastor that he knows that the man of God sacrificed to working. He was working, taking pain and everything. And because of the love of the members, he quit his job and decided to visit the men of the, the members of the church. And because of that, now the man has stopped the church. The wife has divorced him. And now, if I tell you the state of the man, it will shock you. But when the man stopped everything, the people that he sacrificed for, no one was able to give him courage or to give him comfort. There are people that they have sacrificed their life for the gospel. They have sacrificed everything. It means to sacrifice. It's there. I'm telling you, ministry is not supposed to be hard. It's supposed to be free and it's supposed to be so easy. But now we have made ministry so hard. Everything is about the pastor. Everything is about the bishop. Everything is about the prophet. Everything is about them. Everything is about them. When someone father died, that today I was coming from there. When a man died, 12 a.m., I went to, I went, I went, I went to slime and went around. I went to minister. I came back home around 10. Then they called. But my daddy is not breathing. We are taking him to the hospital. Papa, please come. Even when I was even on the way, I wanted to even stop and go back. They said, no, Papa, please come and confirm whether that is there. Towards a.m., towards 30 a.m., that you were there. I was on a motorbike from Tetebu going to test. Motorbike. Because I was watching for both and meeting the old from family. I said that he's dead. Call the ambulance for him. 
this. Up to now. Okay, the lady who heard the tribute, up to now. She's telling people that we have to sacrifice. Mark 14, 29. Then I announced the Lord 
Then I said that I saw in Peter, I saw that Peter was a prophet. Look at your neighbor and say that Peter was a prophet. Peter was a prophet. Look at the other person and say that Peter was a prophet. Peter was a prophet. Give me the book of Acts chapter 5. Acts chapter 5. Acts chapter 5. Verse 1. Verse 1. Acts chapter 5. Verse 1. Acts chapter 5, verse 1. Please let's read together when you go. But a certain man made an appearance with Sapphira, his wife, sold her possession. Verse 2. And kept back part of the price, his wife. What a certain man. Verse 3. But Peter said, Ananias, why has Satan failed thy heart to lie to the Holy Ghost and to keep that part of the rise of the land? Verse 4. Why was it revealed? Was it not thy own? And after it was so, was it not in thy own power? Why hast thou conceived this thing? The last verse, verse 5. So I checked the life of Peter and I saw that he was not only a revelator, he was not someone who does sacrifice. He wasn't only about someone who was really encouraging him, but I also saw. That Peter was a prophet. Shout a prophet. Shout a prophet. So Ananias came to Jesus, sorry, Peter, and he lied. But Peter was able to see that the man was lying. In ministry or in your life, you need Peter, someone who will be saying and saying that whatever that you are doing. It is absolutely wrong. Whatever that you are doing, you are lying. I think that in ministry, if we had such men, I'm telling you, the ministry would just flow so smoothly. People that they will say, that, Papa, please, can we also utilize our gifts that we have? So that we can use it to also bless the church. We are seeing you as a prophet. Especially because of God. If my spiritual father is having any problem, 
think that one of the things that I do is that I don't preach my best sermons. I preach what God tells me to come and say. You are telling God that Father, whatever that I have to do to handle, increase to handle, move forward the church, Lord help me. There are some of you that you can't sacrifice. If you start between your job and the work of God, you will neglect the work of God and focus on your job. There are some of you that you can't sacrifice your time for the work of the ministry. You complain about everything. About I don't have money, I don't have this, I'm coming from far, I'm coming here, I'm here, about my stomach. Everything you complain. Everything you complain. You are telling God that Father help me. Jesus help me. That's a prayer that you are praying. Holy Spirit help me. Lift up your voice and pray.
Last year, I went for a wedding at Kumasi. And in 2017, I was invited to the God to go and preach. A man of God invited me to the God to go and preach. I will mention the person's name. He was an apostle. When I go to the wedding, there was a news that I heard. This guy has stopped the ministry. And now he is now a DJ. You see, this is not a joke. This is not a joke. This guy was a DJ. I said, what happened? We saw the fire. An apostle. He invited me. That they are quitting their ministry. Even Elijah the prophet quitted in his ministry. He said, I'm going to take my life, I am done. Very powerful man. He said, God, take my life, I am done. Because of Jezebel. They are men of God that every day they are quitting. They are men of God that every day they are stopping. They want to stop whatever they are doing. It's not easy. They want to pray. You are using me as a point of contact for all men of God. The Lord sustained them. You have no idea the kind of things that they battle in their secret. You have no idea the kind of things that they go through in their secret. They are health, finances. You have no idea. Because if the man of God is having something, they will give you to whoever that needs it. You are lifting up a voice and you will see the Lord. They are tired. There are times that I have come to a place that I have felt so discouraged. I have locked myself seven in my room because of some of these things. If you see a man of God very young, energetic, and the man of God is so standing, thank God for him. It is not easy. Ministry is not supposed to be hard, but we have made it so hard because of our weakness. You are lifting up the word because there are people who are dead, but they will never help. They are dead, but they will never support. They are dead, but they will not encourage. Everything is about the man of God, and it's so hard and difficult. Do you know how many times the man of God have cried? Do you know how many times they have shed tears in their process? You have no idea about. You are lifting up a voice of prayer.
Oh, oh. 